Jim Cornette continues to criticize Chris Jericho for his matches in AEW. But Chris Jericho continues to make money and draw ratings for AEW. And if he pulled his head out of his ass, maybe Jim Cornette would have a consultant job with AEW. Those aren't my words. That's what I'm paraphrasing from a tweet from Chris Jericho. We talk about it next on the Squared Circle Cycle Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, I'm sure you saw this tweet before Chris Jericho deleted it. Basically, he's saying, stop criticizing me. If you shut up, maybe we could get a job for you. We know it's not going to happen because Cornette has continuously said he does not want to work with AEW. Now, hypothetically speaking... If he were to be a part of AEW, would he help or would he hurt the product? I think that he would hurt the product ultimately. Surprising because most people always consider me to be the person that's going to side with Jim Cornette. Uh, Jim Cornette has made it very clear in all of the podcasts and all of the um, back and forth between Chris Jericho and just the way that he reacts to what he sees from AEW that he doesn't feel the way they're presenting the product is the right way to present professional wrestling. Jim Cornette wants to see it presented as something that is to be taken serious. AEW is very much so the professional wrestling company that is almost like slapstick. Like it, it, it doesn't, it's not afraid to present itself as a company that doesn't take itself too seriously. Can they present good products? Can they present feuds that are meaningful and matches that are uh, to be taken seriously? Of course I can. I mean, this last week, on Dynamite, we had the dog collar match, which I think any professional wrestling fan, whether you are a hardcore fan or even somewhat a uh, casual fan, could have enjoyed that match. You're also going to get certain things like Michael Nakazawa, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss, and all of those things and all of those characters are certainly going to divide the audience. Jim Cornette does not want to associate himself with that type of wrestling. I don't see him changing. And I think that if he went into AEW and tried to change it, into what he saw professional wrestling as, it would ultimately hurt the product with their fan base. Well, see, here's the thing. I think one thing that Jim Cornette wants to do, and he says this all the time, is he wants to protect the business. He wants the business to grow. So yes. as a consultant with AEW, he is going to want to say, hey, this is how you're going to strive so that there is no longer this WWE monopoly of the wrestling industry. Yes, he says some things that are divisive. Yes, people consider him toxic, but one thing I think a lot of people can agree on is that he's very knowledgeable when it comes to professional wrestling. 50 years in the business, an historian before he even got into the business, and if you listen to his podcast, there are times where, in fact, he does defend AEW, and we've talked about that on our own podcast here. I think he could help in some ways with AEW. I think if you give him too much to consult with, it would be more harm than good. I think if you leave it, if you leave him to be like, okay, we're going to consult you on the main event picture. How are we going to get the big name stars, the ratings grabbers to sustain that ratings grab and even grow the business even more? Mm -hmm. He'll look to guys like Cody Rhodes as a potential star. He'll look at guys like MJF, like Sammy Guevara, like Jungle Boy, and get them to be presented in a way that not just the diehard wrestling fans would appreciate him, but also the casual fan would want to be like, hey, I want to see what MJF's doing next. I want to see what Sammy Guevara's doing next. I want to see what Jungle Boy is doing next. So I think, in a way, he actually could help AEW. 
So what we've actually just done here is a double turn because normally I'm the heel and you're the face and it seems like we're kind of exchanging roles here, but uh, I digress. So I, I think that what Jim Cornette says, and I think he makes a lot of good points as it pertains to AEW. Now, the question you had originally asked me was, do you think that Jim Cornette should be the consultant? I don't think he has the temperament and I think he's unwilling to change what he thinks professional wrestling should be and what it should embody. It doesn't mean certain elements of what he says AEW can't take that and uh, apply it to their product right now and make it a more successful product. I just don't, I, I, I think that he'd want to alienate itself so far from what its fans currently are enjoying right now, that it would be a completely different business altogether, a different company. Now, I still think that they should consider having a consultant or one specific guy that is responsible for the booking. So as far as I understand right now, Tony Khan ultimately has final say in who goes over, how long matches are, things of that nature. Now, right. I, I think of that a lot of times, as good as AEW is in certain segments and certain matches, they get in their own way. This past week, we know that really this whole thing, this whole conversation back and forth between the two was because Chris Jericho worked with Luther. Now, there are people who will go out of their way to defend AEW in, for, for anything that they do. I think that even the most diehard, hardcore fan would tell you that that match was not a very good match. And it had nothing to do with Chris Jericho. It had a lot to do with uh, Luther just being an older guy who wasn't at the, who couldn't perform at the level that somebody who's main eventing on national TV should really be performing at. And a lot of right. people were, were open and honest about that. There needs to be somebody there who can step between the talent and say, this isn't something we're going to do because ultimately that's going to hurt the product in the long run. Now, the hardcore fans, you and I, we're going to tune in next week, regardless of whether Luther main evented against Chris Jericho or not. True. But how many casual fans, how many people that decided to actually watch that said, I can't watch this because it, it just, it, it was not very good. Like that's not a product that you'd look at and say, I, I want to tune in and watch this every single week. And I think that they can really benefit from having somebody there who's going to step between the talent what they feel is the best direction for the company and say, no, this is not the right direction. We need to do this instead. But doesn't Jim Cornette fit that bill to a T that's like, listen, this works in the independents. This works in the bingo halls, the VFWs. If you want to create ratings and grow and make sure TNT resigns you in four years, you need to do this. Less Marco stunt, more Jungle Boy as a star on his own. Stuff like that. Less John Silver comedy stuff, more Brody Lee badass Dark Order leader. Now, I know a lot of people love John Silver and the Dark Order stuff. I personally do too, but there might be some people that might be turned off by that. And and Cornette could be like, listen, you guys might like it, but the numbers could show that they could be even better if you take this off. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree. I, I've said this before. There's a lot of times where I'll look at AEW and I'll say it's kind of a company that has an identity crisis. It can't decide if it wants to be taken seriously or if it wants to be a comedy show. And I think a lot of times, even though I know what they're trying to do, they, they've always said, we're going to be a company that is going to provide a wide spectrum of entertainment so we can please all the fans. But the problem is you're never going to be able to please all the fans. You're just, True. it's never going to happen. Okay. And the other thing is they did say that they were going to try to present this as a more sports-based oriented company and rankings. They do have a ranking system, but then certain times you get like the dark order. You have Brody Lee, who's having a dog collar match, which that match was awesome, should have been taken seriously. And it was, 
But then you have on being the elite, you have the Dark Order that's supposed to be like a comedy type group. So you don't really know what to feel about them. But so, not, yeah, I, not I, every AEW fan watches being the elite. And we've talked about that well, all they, the time. They've tried, to, they, they've tried to do that too. Was I think when they had that uh, the segment with the burial of Cody Rhodes and they came out with the caskets and it was half joking. And then, right. um, you know, so again, they need somebody to say, to step between them and say, look, I know you guys want to do this, but let's do it this way. And is Jim Cornette the right guy for that? Yeah, he'll stick up to the talent. He'll tell them, you know, uh, we're not going to do this because of X, Y, and Z, but he also might tell them to go F themselves, which is the, a big part of the problem there. Right. I'm not sure he has the right temperament to deal with certain guys. Like he, he, he'd be very dismissive of a guy like Orange Cassidy. Now we all know where I stand on Orange Cassidy. He has a place in AEW and there's a certain subset of the fan base, a rather large subset of the AEW fan base that can get behind him. Now to just say, yeah, we're not going to use you and just cast them off, which I don't, I, I think that would happen with Jim Cornette essentially as the consultant. He wouldn't want to deal with guys like him. You know, again, are you alienating a percentage of the fan base? A lot of the fan base that watches AEW currently gets behind guys like that. There's a time and there's a place and there's a certain position for guys like that, but there needs to be somebody there, I think, to tell them, we're going to use you here, we'll use you here. Uh, this is the match you guys are going to have. This is how long you'll go, especially with the tag division. I mean, the mm -hmm. tag division week in and week out. I mean, one week they have a really good match. The next week there's a bunch of botches and it's overly long. They need somebody to tell them. Even Chris Jericho came out and said this with the Lucha Brothers. You guys need to start respecting the rules of the tag team division. The matches shouldn't be as long. The botches every week is starting to hurt the, the product, in my opinion, especially because it's every week, it seems. So, yeah, I think there should be somebody there. I don't think it should be Jim Cornette. But let's say, you know, this is a guy that helped Chris Jericho in the beginning of his career at Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Let's not forget that. Yep. If it's where Chris Jericho, who is a locker room leader, can go to these guys and be like, listen, you, I know he could be a pain in the ass. I know he can say some stupid things. But at the same time, the information he's giving you is for your own benefit. So do you think a guy like Jericho could go to bat for someone like Cornette and be like, you know what? He's a dick, but he's a knowledgeable dick, and he's only there for your best interest, although it seems like it's for his best interest. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but there would have to be some type of changing and uh, a lot of adjusting on Jim Cornette's end. And from everything I've heard and listening to his podcast, he's not going to budge on his stance and his view of what professional wrestling should be. That's true. He's made that very clear. That's so, true. Uh, he's not going to tolerate the likes of Orange Cassidy's, Marco Stunts, Joey Janela's, all those people included. And are those guys willing to change for somebody like Jim Cornette? I, I just, I think there needs to be somebody there. I'm not positive he's the right guy for that role. If it's not him, who is it? Oh man. Um, I mean, they have a lot of they have a lot of guys there already. Jim Ross right. is a very knowledgeable person. Arn you have Arn Anderson's there. there. You have Jerry Lynn that has a lot of experience there. Dustin Rhodes. Cody, I mean, being the son of Dusty Rhodes. So there's a lot of people there that could help. But yeah, if you got to bring in one more outsider that could be a consultant and it's not Jim Cornette, who could it be? Bischoff, maybe? But he could be just no. as bad. No. There's really not I mean, that. I mean, it's it's tough because when you look at when you look at the the history of wrestling, there's only been so many guys that have been involved with like the the upper echelon, the top tier companies in the United States. 
you've you've got you know you've got you've got Vince and whoever reported to Vince at the time. You got Paul Heyman from ECW. You mm-hmm. got Bischoff. You got Vince Russo. Uh, you got a bunch of good guys in TNA, but the problem is they're not going to leave to go to to AEW. I wouldn't think. Don Callis might. He's got a he's got a good relationship with Jericho, right? Tommy Dreamer has quite a bit of experience, and that might work. He actually worked with Jim Cornette, I believe, and filled in for Cornette and OVW for quite some time. That could work, but again, he's a, he's an impact right now. Um, I mean, I mean, there's there's a few guys. I I think that right for right now, it just it it can't be Tony Khan because I don't think Tony. Khan, number one, let's be honest here. As much as I enjoy AEW, Tony Khan is essentially a really big wrestling fan that had the millions of dollars to put up front to create this company. Right. So he do, it's not like he necessarily had professional wrestling experience prior to AEW. It doesn't mean he can't be successful. It just means, you know, I, I've seen some crazy things happen on AEW in, in its first year of existence. So uh, I, I think they need somebody to, to be there. I mean, Jerry Lynn, he's got a ton of experience. I don't think Paul Heyman is going to be leaving wwe anytime soon right um that could be interesting but again everybody has their pros and their cons you bring paul Heyman in might be a good storyteller might be a good on-air character from everything that people report behind the scenes not so good and especially especially with the the thing that aew is trying to push is is like very inclusive and everybody, you know, happy with each other, friendship and really positive atmosphere. I totally get that with Jim Cornette. He definitely does not fit that mold. But what if you just keep him home? He doesn't have to be backstage. And Tony Khan could just pop on the call and be like, all right, here's how we do this. And Cornette could just be like, here's how you can make this work. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think being a consultant over the phone is something that will necessarily work in the wrestling business. You really got to take time to... Talk to these guys, learn who they are, learn about their their their, their characters uh, to understand who they are to make it work. A guy that I respect a lot, and I think that he's probably one of the best guys in the industry right now because of the passion that he has is Triple H. You look at what he's done with NXT, he's there every day and he's front and center and he's very involved. I mean, you see the behind the scenes stuff and they make it seem like he is extremely involved. He's extremely passionate. So if you're just going to say, okay, well, you can sit home, we'll pay you, and uh, we're going to call you for consulting with professional wrestling, I don't think that's going to work. You know, if it was like financial advice, you're trying to make more money, okay, that might work. But if you're starting to deal with talent and stuff like that, you got to make time to meet with the talent, to talk to them, to listen to their issues, listen to their ideas. I'm not so sure that would be the, the best route for somebody like, like him, him or anybody so that's no, in that role. So no matter what, if hell were to freeze over and there was actually an offer there, you you don't see it happening. And if it does, you don't think it would be a positive outcome. I think that his ideas and what he says as far as some of the criticisms, parts of his criticism, not all of it, because he can be a little harsh. I think that AEW can benefit from that. I don't think he's the right guy with the right temperament, with the right approach for AEW to fill the role as a consultant. But I think that if they had somebody there as a consultant, they would really help themselves in certain situations, save themselves for like situations like you had with uh, Miro and Kip Sabian versus Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss there. I mean, look, it, it's a first impression. That's what's going to last for people. Miro did not look good. Nobody's going to go out of their way and tell you that was a good match, I don't think. A bad match can happen with the most experienced and the best people in the industry. Mm-hmm. But it seems like more than likely 
it's happening with certain people in AEW, and there's got to be somebody there to tell them, no, you're not doing this. Right. Well, we know this is hypothetical. It's probably not going to happen, but if it were to happen, I'd be excited to see what happens in our comment section. I know I did put a poll up before we recorded, and I put up four choices, Ralph. If Jim Cornette were to be hired by AEW as a consultant, would it help? 23% said yes, definitely. 23% said in ways it would. 37% said he would do more harm than good. And 17% said absolutely not. I'm actually surprised. I thought, Me too. Gi- given our fan base, I thought the absolutely not would be a hell of a lot higher than being the last option at 17%. So you got you got roughly 50% of the people who voted in that who said that he should be involved in one form or another. Yes. Which is surprising to me too. Which also means that I think people are starting to come around to the idea that AEW does not operate in its own bubble. It's not perfect. They have uh, issues just like every other wrestling promotion in the world. And they're open for criticism. That's the big thing. I mean, I, I think that a lot of times when you try to criticize AEW for some of the things that they do, people get so defensive about it. I can, I, I mean, I always say this. I'm never going to watch any professional wrestling program and agree with 100% of what I see on a nightly or weekly basis. And it, unless it's a really good show, it's probably never going to be that way. And it really shouldn't be that way with everybody. You should be able to criticize something and have open discussion without the fear of some type of backlash for having that opinion. True. Definitely. But one guy that has a very dedicated and passionate opinion is Jim Cornette. And I think that passion eventually can help with AEW, but obviously the way he presents it can be toxic, can be counterproductive, but if they work it right so that people understand that he's only out for their best interest, it could work in some ways. Some guys that are willing to listen to him, they can greatly, greatly take a lot from it. Those that are probably not going to listen to him no matter what, you got the Bucks, you got Kenny, who probably would not listen to a damn word he says, and that's going to hinder them. And that's going to hinder the company because those are three-fourths of the EVPs. So it's a... Interesting, hypothetical, but let us know in the comments what you guys think. Don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCPB Podcast. And to join the conversation, subscribe, hit that bell for notifications. We'll talk to you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psychobabble.